everybody. This is session nine of the Space to Place podcast. I'm your host, it's your boy, me, aka Young Drip Guide, aka Juice Guide, aka got a BB, got a BB. And joining me on this very special session with two other, two new guests. Introduce ourselves. Oh, yo, 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 what up? It's Mosley. I mean, on Twitter, Mosley Bosley, something huge in the bleach community. What's up? It's Lil Siege. I'm going to be your new favorite rapper soon, but we're going to let the handles come later. Pleasure to be with y'all. Great, great, man. Glad to have you guys on the um, the episode, man. And honestly, this episode, we're just going to be discussing bleach because for like some re- for some strange reason, like on any Twitter, especially, it's like <laughs> whatever, some, for some strange reason, bleach always gets slandered for like nothing and it's crazy to me because i'm like before i even got into bleach and before i even got into any twitter i always knew about bleach because it was with one people naruto but i was more i more so grew up uh, watching naruto and then like i never really got one I, I thought it was weird because the animation i was like a little kid at the time but bleach was always one of those series that i always tried to get into but I just never had time. I was always busy. Or like it would come on late at like Saturday night. So I just want to start off with saying, uh, with a question like, what got you guys into the Elite series as a whole? You want right, to go bro, first? You want to go first? All right, yeah, I'll go first. Bleach uh, was my very first anime, like you said. Like it always used to come on late, and I was always up late as a kid. And it was my very first anime. I fell in love with it the second like I watched the episode. Like second I found it, I watched it like two times, like within like a month or something. Like the whole series it was crazy, but I absolutely fell in love with Bleach. Ichigo as an MC, he like great. The story and the writing was amazing, and a lot of the stuff. Even though like the uh, last arc was rushed, there's a lot of stuff Kubo wanted to include. It's a great series, you know. There's always going to be stuff to complain about with every series. But out of the big three, I think Bleach gets the most slander, which is unwarranted. But again, Bleach was my very first anime, so I'm always going to have a lot of love for it. Okay, with me, uh, yeah, I definitely might have been watching Naruto beforehand. But Bleach, it came on Adult Swim. Uh, I, I loved it just from the first look of the art style and I think the first clip I seen Ichigo was like going holification. It was it was crazy like from the start. It, I I understand where I guess the slander is just from I guess from how it kind of fell off production wise, not really in the story or the manga, but just the fact that I guess the other two are technically still running one piece is Naruto has Boruto, which I have complaints about, but if Bleach were to make that return whenever we get that announcement, I'd be happy. Yeah, but uh, my history with Bleach is actually pretty recent. But like I said, I always knew about it beforehand, and I always wanted to get into it. Like, as a kid, as a teenager growing up, you start to get busy. Like, hey, I ain't got time to be staying up, really watching, like, anime I like Damn near one in the morning. So I was like, you know what? I'll eventually get to it. And it was recently last year, like last, sometime last year, within like probably, I want to say around October, November time, is when I actually just, I, I wanted to read a manga. I was like, yo, what manga? 
And then I was like, I think it was in the group chat, in one of my group chats, I'm on Twitter, we were just talking about Bleach. And then I think we were talking about art style. And I was like, you know what? Let me see what Bleach, because I've always seen manga panels for Bleach, how everybody loves the art style of it. And they, got, and they say Kubo was a, was a top tier artist. I was like, okay, bet. So I took that and I was like, you know what? Let me read from chapter one and see what it is that people dislike or write about me. So I took that little time, probably like a month, uh, probably either a couple weeks to a month to finish up the Bleach manga. And after I got done, I was like, people really don't like this? I'm like, how? Because the whole concept of Genie Gods, Death Gods, that, bro, that's like, that sounds badass off jump, you feel me? And so you you have this uh, when you have that concept and then you uh, integrate that with amazing character, amazing uh, fight, um, uh, an amazing MC. Like I think Ichigo definitely after reading uh, Bleach definitely moved up in my uh, in my list of favorite MCs because like he's not he's not the typical shonen protagonist who wants to be like the best at everything. You feel me? He actually like. He has a goal and set for himself, but it just so happens that everything prior to wanting that goal encompasses all these Shinigami death gods and finding out who he truly is, like his origins, you feel me? But besides that, I was like, who doesn't? What is there not to like about these, bro? The concept, like I said, the concept is amazing in itself. Like, it's just, it's just, nothing, it's just something that I never understood got slandered for in it. Like I said, after I got done with it, like, I, I think what really hooked me to Bleach was, like, at the beginning of the Soul Society arc in the manga. And I was, like, because you could definitely tell there's, like, a, like, the tone between the Sakuragami and the Soul Society arc, like, it's, it's almost like a completely different story in itself. Really. Like, because you got your, in the Sakuragami arc, you always got, you should go with your everyday hollow that he was trying to kill you from both with the the soul society art you really got to see like actually how the Sunigami actually run things and how their morals are completely different from the real world like it, it was starting to uh, like Ichigo would question some of the philosophies that they had and match that up with his own and I really appreciate that because a lot of times, not most shonen will actually go in deep, in depth with other philosophies. You feel me? And like, there wasn't a single time in me reading Bleak that I felt the quality bit at all. Like, sure, sure, I have arcs that I like more than others, but no arc to me was less than an eight, eight and a half. And uh, yeah, that's my yeah, um, that's Give my history, uh, on the show. Or like the yeah, I'm serious in general because, like I said, I started reading the manga, and I'm eventually gonna actually watch the anime probably sometime next week when I have the time, just to see how I like it as opposed to the uh, manga. Yeah, that's my that's my interest. Uh, series. For sure, for sure. Cool. You can hear me in the headphones. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Making sure. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, um, 
you know what? Just on the topic of the story, what are some of your guys' favorite moments of the Bleach series from each perspective, uh, each perspective arc? Oof. You want to go first, bro? <laughs> uh, I, I don't have the arcs, like, memorized. Uh, can I go with, like, movies? Yeah, anything, bro. Like, anything in the Bleach series you like as a whole. I think Bleach out of the big three definitely has the best movies. Uh, my, my favorites is probably going to be uh, Memories of Nobody, definitely. Uh, a little fun fact, they used the... Uh, the old, I think it's like whatever the sixth opening, Rolling Star, as the soundtrack in that movie, and that kind of got you hyped. For- yeah, bro, I feel that. I like the Bleach movies too. But, um, but yeah, so as far as the arcs go, so Soul Society arc, um, Damn, that's crazy. That's a while ago. I would say the defining moment from the Soul Society arc is, you know, it's going to be Ichigo versus Byakuya. You see a kid who came from just getting his soul soul reaper power. I mean, he always had them, but, you know, he just he just found out, you know, he's a soul reaper and he got thrown into this world of Shinigami. He went from that to, you know, beating a high-class captain like Byakuya Kuchiki, who's well-respected in the Gotei 13. And then you also get a more insight on his hollow powers and how that works. So that was crazy. And that was a really cool moment. I know a lot of people enjoy that fight because, you know, Ichigo goes crazy. And then, um, you know, in the filler arcs, uh, they're all right. You know, I like them. Some people don't. Some people say it's too much filler. I'm not going to, you know, harp on them too much. But as far as, you know, the Quake Mundo arc, um, there's a lot in that arc. That's a lot of people's favorite arc, the Espada eyes and get there's so many great moments uh my favorite espada was okura so obviously my favorite fight is going to be ichigo in his vassalodia form versus okura there's also a lot more to the fight than just the fight itself it's a lot of themes to it when it comes to okura about you know loneliness and despair and having a yeah. heart and you know Ichi- ichigo finding his, his humanity or no, Ichigo losing his humanity while Okura kind of gains his at the end. So it's kind of cool, and it's the way, you know, Kubo puts these hidden themes in the fight. So, you know, that fight was just amazing in my eyes. And then the full bring arc, I'm just going to skip over to that one. But um, that one was also cool, you know, because Ichigo went from, you know, this kid who didn't have really any powers to, you know, the Hueco Mundo arc where he... You pretty much that's his peak power in the anime at that point. And then he loses his power again, you know, after Aizen. So he has to struggle, you know, to protect his friends. And he goes through all these these trials with the full bringers and stuff. And his fight against Ginjo was cool because you see, you know, the work he put in to come back and get his powers. So, it was, you know, Bleach has a lot of defining moments. And it's just, it's just amazing. You know, it was it, like I said, it was my first anime. So I'm always going to have a whole lot of love for it. Like I love Naruto and One Piece too. Don't get me wrong, but... Bleach is always going to be my favorite. I started with it. It's always going to be at the top. So many great moments. Bad, bad. Most of uh, For me, some of my favorite moments from reading it, since I I started with the, the manga first, I definitely, at first, uh, I'm going to keep this back. I did not like Yakira at all. Like, I, I honestly, I think he's probably one of the first characters I've read in a while that I legitimately hate. Because I, I, I understand when manga do the they like they have like the world class system 
older brother that looks down on the younger sibling type thing in manga. But I stand that archetype though. Like he was a legit asshole. So when I saw him, so when when Ichigo, uh, when he started, when when Ichigo finally got Bonsai and he took it to Biakio, I was like, I was in my chair, hype reading. I was like, yes, bro, take Biakio right now, bro. And when he activated his hollow powers, and this was when the point we didn't even know he had a hollow for like, what we didn't know what exactly the hollow was. So when that took over and he just started beating Biakio, I was like, yes, sir, this is what you get. And then over time, with the character of Byakuya, as you do read the series more, I did start to, like, kind of... I, I don't know. I did... I started to build, like, a soft spot for him. Because, like, he did redeem himself in the subsequent arc. And I'll get to one arc where my opinion of him was uh, probably different from everybody else's. But going from that to the... Uh, uh, Waco Mundo art, the, the Spada, probably one of my favorite groups in all of Shonen. You have your, you got your Grimjow, your Ukiora, your Stark, uh, Haribel, uh, Yami, uh, Baragon, all those, those uh, amazing Spadas. And like, they really, they were like, um, they actually were like a threat to the Gote 13. You feel me? They actually gave them like a challenge. It's not. It's not often where you get like a group of people that are give like the other main group like an actual talent. You feel me? Sometimes in other manga they'll be like often like a chapter or two. Nah, they this they took a a, a while. They actually gave those characters talent. You feel me? And um, yeah, Ukiora versus Ichigo and the um the parallels between them. How Ukiora. He never thought of anything. He was always like he was lonely, like you said, whole nihilism aspect of like there's nothing in this world that is worth anything. And Ichigo coming to combat him about like why he has to beat him because it's not it's a it's not a desire, but it's a need, it's a necessity that he has to. And then his probably with Grimjow. I, I I definitely love the dynamic between him and uh Ichigo. Probably one of my favorite rivalries in all of Shonen. And then when we get to uh, Ichigo, and then we get to um, we get to Aizen versus the Ghost Day Thirteen. Son, yo, I ain't seen a character demolish a top tier group like this in a minute. Like I was like, yo, he did. I think Aizen did the Ghost Day Thirteen worse than Modern did the Five Kage, at least for me, because it was like. He had this planned out for hundreds of years. He had them under this illusion that everybody thought his Azankatom was like water-based, you tell me. And it's like... And then he, when you finally, you finally realize that he planned out Ichigo's entire life, I was just like, wow. You know how heated you would be? Oh, you're the only reason why you're this strong is by allowing I planned everything. Come on, don't do that. Don't do that. And um, him going through the stages of Ogioku and him and Dongai Ichigo fighting, that was amazing. It was like the Wake of Mundo arc up until that point was probably my favorite. And then you get to the Fullbring arc 
and I did like the way Kuba was going with the story with like with how Ichigo would react or how Ichigo like now that he lost his powers because at first the powers just came to him on a whim with uh, Rukia how he wanted to stay with family and as time as he got to know Ichigo more and all the events with him and his friends is like he gained he got accustomed to being in the life, in the life of danger, facing these death gods, facing these horrors, these orangutans, and it was it just became a natural thing to him. So for him to actually lose that and see everybody else but him on the front lines, actually fighting these horrors and keeping the peace, while the Shinigami are in the social society uh, doing their thing, it was it kind of was. It was a depressing feeling. You get me? It's like you built this for so long, where it was unintentional, but you you just every time they needed you, you were there, right there for them. And now that that's all gone, it's like, dang, what do you do? And so you really saw how like determined he was to get his powers back with the help of the brain, and uh, what he was doing, what he was willing to do in order to get his powers back. And we got to talk about probably one of my favorite characters, uh, Tsukishima. His whole thing with his uh, um, full brain, I think it was just like the ability to rewrite the past or one's own past. And so you started to see the, the mind manipulation, the mind was playing with Ichigo. I was like, yo, Ichigo really going through it, bro. He don't like just the whole mental breakdown. Then you know, I was Dang, it's even, I was like, how's he going to get out of this? Because everything that you knew up until that point is being changed right in front of you, and you can't even do anything about it in this life. Your sister, it's like his sisters, his friends, his boss, they didn't, they knew Tsukushima supposedly, but he didn't trust him at all. And whenever he thought he was in the right, he was really in the wrong in their eyes. That meant, that messed up your life, man. And yo, I was hyped when he got his powers back because Genjo did dirty. I'm like, oh, come on. You can't do it like this. And then when you see Rukia come from behind, stabbing with the sword, and you just see that new buck, you see that new Jihak uh, show that he's got on with the new blade. It was sick, boy. And then the, and then the thousand-year blood war, that, that speaks for itself. So, like, that, that art Oh my god, like I know it was rushed and you definitely feel that in the last like honestly six or so chapters. But everything leading up to that from like the beginning up until like the end of the thousand year blood war, it was just nonstop. Like you really saw the Ghost D thirteen. Like the Ghost D thirteen were struggling a little bit against the Rock the Espadas, but the um the Quincy's, yo. They were taking them to town, bro. I was, yo, they really out here destroying the whole social society like it's nothing. And then when you see the leader of you all, and I'm like, yo, this man is doing right here on rip. He got a whole commanding army with broken abilities. Yo, how are they going to beat this, bro? And I think and this also goes back to my, uh, my, um, um, what was I gonna say? My thing with Biakia uh, in that art team. So apparently, I'm pretty sure you guys know this more than me, but Kubo, 
I think Kubo did want Bianca to die in that part of the story. And you kind of do get, and that's the feeling that I got reading it because you just kind of, because you see um, Bianca kind of up against the wall and you just see blood splatter behind him. And that same moment when Ichigo goes to the soul society and it's the last couple words that he says, please protect the soul society. Ichigo Kurosaki, you just see Ichigo with the black, like, um, he's just covered in black, like the black shading. And I was like, okay, so it's kind of like it's a full circle, uh, full circle kind of thing. Like, Biakia didn't really, he saw Ichigo as a nuisance at first, and then it all comes to full circle, but like on his deathbed, supposedly at the time, where like he's pleading to Ichigo to help save his world. So I, mean, I was like, wow, that's powerful. And then when you get to the next chapter, and it's like, oh, Biakia. He stayed, but he's heavily damaged. I'm like, what? He should have died right there. But apparently, there was like um, backlash from the fans or whatever. That's why he kept on him alive. But I'm I'm glad that he did because you did get the character moment with uh, Rukia and him and Sheila and her bonsai and how that helped beat uh, Asnot. I was like, okay, I understand why. But don't. But besides that. Every single moment from Thousand Year Blood War, from seeing Yamamoto spaz on everybody, he finally saw Unahana. She, she went crazy doing her fight with Kakashi to help him get stronger. Because oh, before that, we saw Unahana as like that she was the healer um, of the rotation. But she always had like a, a presence that demanded respect. We finally saw when I saw the panel where like he was the first in hospital, like, hold on, hold on. You know she got hands like that? And then when you see the fight, I was as reading, I was like, hey, where was she at against Eisen there? She would have folded that. Hey, I don't know. Hey, you might have folded that young man. I don't know, man. I ain't like a big house girl on me, but it makes you wonder where was she at before, you feel me? And Kenpachi, we all know, bro. Probably, he's probably one of my favorite characters in the He's a savage. Oof. Facts. Bro, bro, really cut through space. I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, cut through some space. I don't hear Kenny goes hard. I don't want to hear nothing. And then when you finally uh, see, and then uh, you also see uh, in the Thousand Year Blood War. With uh, Ichigo, how he had to. I forgot, it was like. Because he was trying to get his son toasted. And him and Renji were doing the uh, training, and Renji passed it, but uh, Ichigo, he didn't pass it. So he had to go find. He, got to, he had to go full search himself. So he finally confronted his dad. was like, hey, yo, tell me, like, I want to know what happened to my mom. And find out that. He's a mixed. His mom was a Quincy. Then you have the Hollow that was brought into the incident, and his dad with his shoes on power. So he's a mixture of all three. And then you really, and then it really showed the maturity of Ichigo in itself. Like most people, his age would probably like, "This is your like." They probably like handled the situation a lot differently. But after the conversation with his dad, he was like, he really looked smart as that thing. And then he 
went off to uh, get his news on Pacto, the news on Pacto uh, that he got. He was able to have full mastery with Apollo and Quincy Powers. And then it just showed the level of maturity that uh, he went through from the beginning of the series, being a typical 15 year old boy going to high school. So being this one of the biggest factors in the war to saving possibly the entire universe. And everybody in week and up until that point, everybody put in work. You had the lieutenants getting their time to shine. I think that's the one thing with week that I think is best. Everybody just has to sign. No matter how big the power gap is between certain characters, Kubo always makes sure to give everybody their time to show how strong and I think Kubo has done that the best from any manga that I've read in the past couple of years and I think he has some of the best past characters in Shonen as well but yeah that's my uh, that's definitely like how I feel about uh, each individual arc as well. like like I said there's not there wasn't a uh, time where I felt any arc was lower than an 8.5 Always been either an eight point five or a nine and a half in terms of quality. Facts, facts. Kuba does a great job with telling the backstories and the characters and stuff. And the crazy part is, Kubo said like he couldn't even like throw in and incorporate like everything he wanted to. Like things were rushed, things you know he had to move on studios and stuff. But he couldn't even like tell the story and tell all the characters and their abilities like the way he wanted to. So the amount of like background, the characters and the abilities we got is still crazy considering like the lack of like content he could actually put into the manga. Exactly. It's not, it's not he, he wasn't able to write the story fully the way he wanted to. And it makes you think with this upcoming announcement because nine uh, nine times out of ten it's going I feel like it's going to be like the return of Bleach, the anime series. And maybe with him, I think I'm pretty sure he's got an healthier of the year with this break that he's had, not having to write uh week to week manga chapters, he could probably be in charge of, like, the studios. Like, hey, this is some extra stuff that I wouldn't be able to put into the manga. We can put this in uh, anime format and give more in-depth uh, reasoning as to why certain questions were left out. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, how do y'all feel about, or how did y'all feel about the, um, the news surrounding, like, a Bleach announcement in the next coming uh upcoming weeks. <laughs> yeah, I was hype as shit, bro. That shit actually the announcement actually came on my birthday. So that was like a present in itself, which was crazy. But when I found out it's it was like a twentieth year anniversary project and then there was something else too. So people were saying, you know, oh it could be another game. But I, I was wondering like if it was a game, why would they announce it as an uh an anime stage, you know? That wouldn't make sense. So I'm thinking of the Bleach, if the anime returns and they animate, you know, the last arc, it's probably not going to be um, Pira or whatever because um, it'll be a different studio. So not only would if the last arc gets animated, but if it gets animated by, you know, Bones or Mappa or you foldable, it's, it's going to be crazy because Bleach's animation was already top tier. Like Pira was in their prime with Bleach. They did, they did amazing with the animation. The fights were absolutely amazing. 
And if, you know, with all the abilities and the crazy fights we have in the last arc with the Thousand Year Blood War, if that gets animated, Bleach is going to go crazy again, I'm telling you. Because there's a lot of people that didn't read the last arc because there's a lot of information and stuff that people miss out on. So even though, you know, the last couple chapters of the arc did feel rushed, and in my opinion, they were rushed too. But at the same time, like the other 90% of the arc was amazing with all the stern rider, the abilities, and you get a lot of the background. You know, a lot of people say, um, you know, Ichigo's powers, you know, it's because of plot and stuff. You learn a lot about the background of Ichigo's powers. So not only are people going to get like a lot of information, but there's amazing fights and abilities that we're going to see. Like Urahara's Bunkai, for example, getting to see that animated would be crazy, absolutely insane. And then seeing some of the Stern Raider and Yuha, just some of the abilities, it would absolutely bring Beach Black, especially in 2020. When all, you know, you see all this bleach slander on, you know, Twitter and a Twitter. It's just because, you know, people say, oh, it got canceled and stuff. If Bleach were to return along with, you know, the one shot Kubo says he's going to write, oh, it's going to be absolutely crazy, bro. I can't wait for the announcement. Most definitely. I, I was uh, I was happy for it because uh, I saw it on my TL and I was like, oh, bleach announcement. Uh, it was stated to be announced in, in like sometime in March. So I was like, okay, because at that point, uh, I was so happy for everybody who's been a fan of the series for like, yeah, who's been a fan of the series way longer than I have. I just now like got on the Bleach uh, train. I actually like because, like I said, I I read the manga. And I enjoyed it from beginning to end. So for people who have been on this journey way longer than I have, stuck with the series even after reading the manga or after it got uh, after the series quote unquote ended. You feel me? So it's kind of like people have been waiting for it for a long time. It's just like, when did it end? 2013, 2012? <coughs> Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, Bleach fans have been waiting for almost a whole decade for it to come back. You know what I mean? Just to finally get some news of like, hey, somebody's favorite show and anime is coming back. You feel me? I was like, all right, these trans got a got a W that day. And I definitely can't wait to see who animates the last um, arc because some of the some, some of the panels in that bro, yo, that man, yo, know, they they gotta have some studio that does that uh last arc just you can't come to the table with no uh no half ass animation, especially not for that last nope. no that man Kubo put his pen, he put his penmanship in that last part. I thought his I thought his um, his manga panels from Ghost Wake of Luna were lit with the Master Lord and Fiora's Resurrection. I was like, bro, we don't even come close to the thousand year blood war. He he put his time and effort into those manga panels, bro. Them them joints were crazy. Facts, facts. What about you, uh, Deej? Deej, you there? Damn. All right, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep going. Um, yeah. Uh, but, okay. You know what? Uh, since we don't talk about Bleach, uh, why is it that you think Bleach gets the type of slander it does, or like 
because most times when I talk to, uh, when I see like people talk about the big three, they always put either Norris or the one piece at the one or two spot, but then they always have that left. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's weird, but at the same time, like I get it. Because One Piece's popularity and Naruto's popularity is huge. Like, almost every everybody knows Naruto. Everybody knows One Piece. Like, it's huge, bro. And like, Naruto, I think Naruto, there was something, like, I saw, like, Naruto's one of the most, or or the most, like, watched anime, like, uh, North America, like, on the continent or something. Like, it's crazy. So, the fan bases for those two are huge. I'm not saying Bleach's is it, but I'm just saying theirs are bigger. So, you've got that. More people, you know, watch Naruto, are going to hear about it, are going to talk about it. And then a lot of people, when it comes to Bleach, like uh, Bleach Slander, a lot of people are misinformed about a lot of things. And then people like to compare. Since it's a big three, obviously, you know, you're going to compare the three of them to each other. You know, people are going to compare the sales, the main characters, the plot. People are going to compare those things. And a lot of personal biases are going to go into them. Like somebody, I know a lot of people that like Naruto don't really like Bleach. A lot of people that like One Piece don't really like Naruto and vice versa. Like I'm I like all three of them. Like I'm I'm kinda, you know, knee deep into One Piece. I finished Naruto for the most part. Didn't really like Boruto, have some complaints about it, but you know, not gonna crap on it. Bleach, you know, amazing series in my eyes. Could there's some things I would fix, you know, with every series, but a lot of people didn't read the last arc, which is like I said, a lot of people are misinformed about what happens. You know, like the same thing a lot of people say, oh, you know, Ichigo's, you know, um, his fight against Okura, you know, they say, oh, Vasto Lorde, you know, he only won because of plot. But then people don't realize, you know, and the, they explain his backstory, they explain his powers, you know, how they became to be. And they also explain, you know, how Ichigo, he didn't really have control of his powers. And it was really like a power struggle with him and his, you know, inner abilities. So I think a lot of people are just misinformed about some stuff in Bleach and, it's it's kind of trendy right now. Like when something's trendy, people just join on it. And like it's trendy right now to hate on Bleach, to hate on Black Clover. Like there's other animes that's trendy to hate on. So when something's trendy, people are people don't like to form their own opinions a lot of the time. You know, they just go with whatever's popular. And when you so like I love Bleach. So like no matter what people say about it, I'm never gonna you know turn down my love for Bleach. I'm never gonna be like okay maybe Bleach wasn't that good. I'm always going to think Bleach is amazing just because, you know, I read it in its entirety. I watched it in its entirety. I know it's good points. It's high points. And I acknowledge it's not perfect. And there's things it could fix, but it's still amazing. The thing is with some people in Bleach, like people like, you know, like to think it's, you know, oh, it's a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the problem. And I think when it gets to that point, yeah, nothing's perfect. So when people say, oh, Bleach is a masterpiece, yeah, people are going to say, no, you're wrong, da 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 And people are, you know gonna say bleach is bad but for the most part bleach was amazing there, there was absolutely nothing wrong with most of it the fights were amazing character development you know location plot world building it was all good for the most part but like i said people are misinformed about a lot of the stuff that happens and people also don't like to form their own opinions on a lot they just like to follow what people say so that's just my take on it. You know, you you can't have everybody like your series just because you think it's amazing. You can really only form your own opinions and share it with people. And some people may agree with you and some people don't. But at the end of the day, your opinion is going to be your opinion and theirs is going to be theirs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mic check. Would you like to start? Can you hear me? 
What's yeah, up? we can hear you, bro. Oh, my fault about the technical difficulties. No, you good. Uh, blame the AirPods. <laughs> yeah. So, can you repeat the question? Uh, uh, the question was, why do you think Bleach gets the slander that it does? Because it's obviously a part of the big three, oh, yeah. but like, yeah, uh, I get you. Time I get you. compared. It's, it's, the reason is because story-wise, it's just flat out better than One Piece and Naruto. And character design and plot twist. It's but it did get canceled though. So it's like just the fact that that's like a headline. That's the real reason. People are just gonna run with that. People run with headlines, unfortunately. And it's kind of like uh, it's intricate. So it's not for like uh, a casual fan. You gotta like get into it. It is like psychological parts to the story on top of like being a regular shonen. So isn't I guess it's just not everybody's taste, even though it's very high quality. But yeah, some people just gotta hate. That's what it is. But it it's not it's not often like based in like anything solid, if you ask me. True. Um how I would answer this question is basically because like like I said, I grew up watching Naruto after Dragon Ball Z ended and I and One Piece was on the same channel. It was on Tsunami as well, but like I said, I didn't I didn't watch One Piece because the animation to me looked weird. I was like, they looked I was just like, because as a kid I always interpreted what I wanted to watch based off of the animation. And One Piece was so different from Naruto and Dragon Ball, I was like, I'm not watching this, bro. But I always knew like but as I got older I was like because I kept hearing the term Big Three, and I was like, who's the Big Three? And it was the Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. So, you know, I was like, I heard of Naruto. I've always been watching that. I heard of One Piece, didn't care for it. But it was Bleach. I was like, Bleach. Okay, because it, it sounded interesting. I was like, okay, Bleach. Okay, I wonder, I wonder what that's about. And I saw an episode on it. Just like, It was just like one episode on back on Adult Swim. And I was like, okay about Shinigami's death guys with swords. That sounds amazing. But like I said, I didn't have time to watch it. That's 1 a.m. morning. I was like, bro, I got to church next day. So, like, I was never able to actually enjoy it. And it's crazy to me because after I got done watch, uh, reading it, I was like, what exactly is there to not like about this? Like, I not, like, I, like, uh, Bosley said it's not a masterpiece by any means. Like there are some things that could have been could be better if the series was if the last chapter was right. But like I said, everything that I enjoyed up from beginning to end, total I, I give the the manga to me it's just a nine out of ten. Like it did its job, it did its job it did its job well for, for the most part. The characters were Incredible, the uh, the art style, top tier, easily, easily the best art of the big three. Um, I don't even think that's an objective thing. That's just a fact, to be honest with you. Um, I think I think Ichigo as an MC, I think he's he's definitely like I said, he's moved up 
one of my favorite MCs. I, it's like I had to make my top 10 list. I think he's definitely around that, probably in that number six spot. Or he's probably like a tie with five and six for me. Because my other four are just already like established for me. But he's definitely up there. I think he's grown the most. The most realistic way possible how he handles this respect story. Um, all the other characters aside from like the Kimpachi, like all those characters are like so iconic in their own way. Their abilities are incredible. So, how like the system of the ghost system of the ghost like. In the background, in the backstory that you never really expected, I'm like, like the social society wasn't always peaceful and prosperous thing. Like, no, like there was that. Like they were savages. They even said flat out in the moment, like, like Yamamoto's like, hey, bro, I'm a bad brain, bro. Like, you should have seen me a thousand years before, man. In my prime, like he was, he was a savage, bro. And it's like all the character interactions are top tier. It's like it just it, it always confused me. Like it, I think it's more so just the concept. Like how does not how does one not like a concept about Jeff Bell with sword? Come on, that that's <laughs> easy. That's like an easy dub right there. Not to say Thanks. like ninjas and pirates aren't cool. They're cool in their own way, but it's something about. Death God before that should automatically be like, hey, I need to go pick this up. Or, hey, I need to go watch this. And like, it's just, I don't know, like, it feels like, like you said, it's just a trend of hate on it just to say you hate Bleak, even though half the people probably never watched Bleak, never read it, <coughs> and are just following a bandwagon where they don't want to what's their own opinion. They think it's cool to just call everybody else. So that's why I took the time, though. Keep coming. That's the, that I took the time to watch uh, Bleach myself. I always heard people say it was mid. I was like, Bleach mid, y'all? Because when people throw that mid, mid around, and so I'm like, okay, if, you don't, you're, if it's mid, clearly it, like, it's a popular thing to call it mid. But like I said, after I got done reading it, and I did like a, I did like a little uh, Twitter. Uh, what, was the, uh, what was it? A Twitter uh, thread of me reading the chapter. And once I got like, and there were people that followed me that did like Bleach as well. And they're like, "Oh, bro, mm-hmm. wait for you." And they interacted with me on the show, like, "Oh, bro, just wait till you get to this one part." Or oh, this, this, and that. They didn't follow me. But they would always, they would be like in the comments, always like, "Oh, I can't wait to see how you feel about this or something." Because people, they they like this series. And I guess anytime a new person like joins on liking the uh, reading the series, they're like, "Oh, they want to interact." So, like, I definitely appreciated that. And at the end of it, when I got to the last chapter, it said the end. I was like, "Wow!" I really sat here and watched. It. I read 686 chapters of nothing but gas, and people <laughs> want to call this mid. I don't know what to tell you. It, like I said, it's not perfect, but it's definitely not mid. That's just my. Hey, you guys know better than me because I actually did not read 
without full brain or a thousand year war. Uh, a short story with me, I was like addicted in like middle school, high school, back when like the chapters were still coming out. So I would go on YouTube and like read the manga chapters in like video format. But then I told myself I need to be patient and just wait for the anime to come out. So that's what I'm still doing. So hopefully that announcement is definitely the anime coming back so I can finally know what happens. But but yeah, and as far as what you said about uh, Ichigo being your top main character is like, yeah, out of the big three, he's he's probably the most relatable because like uh, he, his mother, his mother passed away. He doesn't have like memory of it. His father is like a weird, rocky relationship. It gets awkward, but then when like when his father like reveals that he's on the other side of shit too, it's it's like a it's an interesting dynamic for Ichigo's growth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, it was just like yeah. I I think his relationship with his father. I mean, it's probably one of the best father son relationships. I've seen it. That, that nigga is hilarious, bro. Every time I saw him on the can, I was just a clown. So when I realized, so when I found out he was a skinny Gami, I was like, does Ichigo know about this? Because yeah, I, I, was was I was waiting for his reaction because it was when Khan was impersonating um, Ichigo. I was like, bro, I can't wait to see Ichigo's reaction. So when you see, when you see him come through Against Aizen, because he was about to reveal that uh, Ichigo was a Quincy at the time. Well, at the time that we just know, and that's when Ichigo was like, "Hey, bro, talk to me." I'm like, "Yes, sir." Came through hype, and he took Ichigo away. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'll tell you everything later." And then at that point, we saw the maturity. Ichigo was like, "Don't," he's like, "Don't worry about it. I know you had hype." So he's like, "You." Um, you can tell me when you're ready. I was like, okay, man. Like this, this character definitely goes. On. There's definitely like some development. And uh, speaking of like development, or not even just characters, like some of my favorite characters are on too. Like I think we probably has the most consistent character cast out of the big three. You know, I've never read. Or watch the One Piece. I have seen Naruto, so I'm, I'll make the comparison there. But I think Kishimoto, he did, he definitely dropped the ball on some forecasting characters. Focus most, you know, Naruto and Sasuke. But as with uh, Kubo, Kubo focused on everybody, he gave everybody their time to shine in their major battles. He gave you your moment with the hero. He gave you your moment. The Bison, as well, Kenpachi, Yamamoto. Like every time you saw them on screen, they played a pivotal point in turning the tide in some way. You know, and you feel me? So, <clears throat> when, so when you get to that thousand year arc and manga, you really, you really push the armor. Like, hey, bro, like. These niggas, like, it's not no joke. Like, everybody's getting pushed in their limit. I, at some point, I was like, make that five abilities. Them servitors, their abilities were overpowered. I was like, 
with um uh Grammy. Him and his whole match. <laughs> Remy goes hard. With his whole imagination. And I was like, how do you beat somebody that literally has the power of imagination? I don't think people realize how broken that is, bro. You could lit if he wanted to realistically, he could have imagined himself being stronger than you are. Like realistically. Um <laughs> if you if any of us were like Remy, but in the concept of it's like you don't want to make it that but when I started to make that vacuum face, I was like, um, how is this going to work? How is he going to beat this? And then you just can cut through the vacuum. It was like, all right, bro. Can Pocky was goaded before, but now he's just been solidified, bro. Like, there's a reason why he was on the, um, the UAC uh, list of people to worry about in the war. I was like, wow. And then, um, obviously, we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk about Eisen. Eisen, yo, him as a character, he had to speak on a lot. Like the fact that he had a master plan for the Gote Thirteen for like hundreds of years, and nobody knew that they were under complete hypnosis. That first of all, we need to talk about that. His bombs so ability is so broken. Complete hypnosis for like hundreds of years, and it, all you have to do is just show them the uh, show them story and say good cuts to get to, and that's it. They're under complete hypnosis. I'm like, wow, bro. That's... And then, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, nobody realized they were under complete hypnosis for hundreds of years. Like, you know what he could have done? He could have made it to like he was the captain of the Hypnosis. Because nobody was like they didn't know. So when it finally got revealed that he was um, traded, um, that set everything up, everybody was shocked because they didn't expect you guys at all. Because he always gave off like a soft demeanor. You feel me? But when he but when he took off the glasses, boy, or no, you know, the glasses, <laughs> it was like when he was giving off those evil smirks with the glasses, and then he was wrecking everybody. Else. Oh yo, this man is a threat. And then the whole him just being him as a villain, like, I think he's one of the villains that don't get talked about a lot. He's definitely like one of those villains that he he's a top tier villain for me, and I like him from beginning to end. Even though a lot of people didn't like how the way he got defeated, quote unquote, I was like, I didn't see anything wrong with it because after the fight. When Ichigo explains why exactly I feel the way, because like the Orahari was like, and at the end, I was lonely. He didn't feel like anybody was on his level. He wanted to have that fight that nobody else was in. So that's why he went through the the thing that, uh, but that's why he went through all these plans and contingency plans and. With the Hogyo crew, because it always because I mean, the Hogyo crew was uh, it was based off of mo- some, one's emotions and what the crew wanted. So Hogyo trade eyes was more so eyes trying uh, himself. He was just like he didn't want to be this strong. He didn't want to be like, the number one guy. He wanted someone to be equal and actually push him to give him the talent. So it was kind of like a philosophical thing. Like. 
you may know, you may think, think you want something, but at the end of the day, it's more so it's like your emotions carry how you speak. So I thought that was definitely for him to uh, get defeated that way. So it's symbolic. That's the there's a lot of symbolism um, that I saw in um, as I was reading the manga. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just I don't know. Like I hope that people actually like give the series a chance. You don't have to like the filler, or you can skip the filler, or just read the manga. You don't have to deal with the filler. So Thanks. Like, so, just definitely give this a chance. It's definitely like one of my favorite after after reading it. I was just I was just awed when I was reading. Every time I saw um, something I never expected, or every time I saw something that I thought was going to happen, and it didn't happen, Google went another direction. I was like, yo, I was expecting that. And then there's a lot of foreshadowing, too, especially with Ichigo's power Like, Kubo lays it out to the point where, like, hey, bro, if, ho- if the hollow Ichigo says this, you better make sure to pay attention to it. People say, "Oh, he got that far." No, if you watch, if you read a couple chapters, probably like a couple chapters, like a couple chapters earlier, when he's uh, trying to gain control of all the power, rises. He's like, "Hey, bro, if you die, I'm taking over." And so when Ichigo died, the Hollow came out and took over. So it was known. It was established known. Of that point. I don't know if people just don't read it or what, or they just don't pay attention. But there's a lot of foreshadowing, something that felt like it just came out nowhere due to plot in the series of Bleak. You know facts, facts, facts. Bleach super hard, bro. I got so much love for this series. I just really hope, you know, even if, you know, because if the the series doesn't come back. So say Kubo's announcement isn't the announcement of the uh, the last arc being animated. I know people are going to jump on Twitter, you know, Joga Bleach and be like, ah, your you know your series isn't getting this last arc. I'm still going to appreciate whatever Kubo gives us, you know, because that's just how much appreciation I have for the series. I just thought it was great, and even if the you know, last arc doesn't get animated and stuff like that, there's always going to be love for it, bro. It's just, it's too much in this series. It's too many good things in the series not to like about the show. Alright. And, uh, you know what? I want to end this before. Well, we can, I'm going to end off with the last question. Uh, who are some of you guys' favorite characters in the series? I mean, like, we'll do like five Ichigo. Um, overall, overall, I'm gonna have to say Ichigo. You know, the MC boy, he you know saved the universe. You know, before he was like 18, bro. He he be- defeated Yuha. You know, he helped seal Aizen. He defeated Okura. There's so many things to like about Ichigo, but you know, there's also you know other really likable characters. Like I love Okura. You know, with the Stir Ritter, I love Basby and Askin. You know, I love their personalities. I thought Askin was, you know, funny as hell. And Basby, you know, his you hear his backstory with uh, Hashwalt or whatever, you feel really bad for him, you know, because he, 
that was his boy, you know, that he grew up with. And so there's so many likable characters in Bleach, but I got to go with the MC, Strawberry Kurosaki, my goat, of course. Yes, sir. What about you, Siege? Probably having mic issues. Uh, but I'm going to go and be like, uh, I'm going to start from my five and probably from my five to one. Uh, well, I don't, well, I don't even know if it's not going to be in order, but I'm just saying not five of my favorite characters. Uh, I definitely got to throw Ur Har in there. Bro is hilarious. Probably one of the best uh, mentors in manga that really was like, he showed Ichigo the ropes, but he wasn't hand-holding. And he's like, hey, bro, if you die, it's on you. I'm letting you know that this is what you're going to be facing in the whole society. You feel me? <laughs> and, like, his his personality is just hilarious, bro. And his interactions with Yorichi are just hilarious. But whenever it's time to get serious, bro, like, hey, he, he he's one of, like, he's the, he's one of the top tiers in, in the show, especially in the manga. With his Bankai, when we finally saw his Bankai, like, yo, this man, and how smart he is, too. The fact that he's able to make up the Hogyoku, and how he's praised as being, like, one of the smartest people in the series. Uh, and, like, not only by, like, his fellow uh, captains, but by Aizen himself, who was already intelligent and having the uh, uh, having the whole Gote 13 and complete hypnosis for hundreds of years. But yeah, definitely got to give to uh, Kisuke Orohara. Uh, got to throw a Dunstui in there. I think it's just he, his his nonchalant attitude is just amazing. His his female, like I like how he's the only one in the Gote 13 with a kimono on over it. And the kimono looks comfortable. Okay. Like the, the pink with the roses, yo, that that's tough. I always, I was like, hey, he a drip guy over here, boy. You feel me? Uh, and it's, it's just his nonchalant attitude. He's he's kind of like a ladies man. And when it's time to time to scrap, he's he's one of the best to do it. Um, gotta throw my boy Toshiro. He's the guy in there. A lot of people like to slander him, saying he don't do dubs. You just gotta. Remember, he's one of the he's the youngest captain. He's competing with all these grown men and women trying to see what he can do. And he's a prodigy too. So the fact that he's out there with these grown men and women and he's pulling his weight and he's in if you if you want to say he doesn't get the dubs that he needs, and he don't go out like no sucker though. He 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 out there. And then when we finally saw his um uh, his adult form, I was like, hey. Man, a drip guy, boy. Yeah, and yeah. And you, you really got to see how strong he was because he was facing Gerard, and I think he's one of the he's one of the top tier servitors himself. And this was like, I think it was third form Gerard. I think I'm not sure if it's just been a while, but he he was definitely facing like one of the strongest version of Gerard at that time. And I was like, hey, Kostro couldn't it work, boy. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously you got to throw Kampashi in there, Savage from day one. I knew from jump when I saw the manga, uh, uh, the manga panel of him hovering over Ichigo. I was like, yeah, he's a threat. 
definitely good. And every time you saw, every time I saw him on the stand, bro, this fight with Minnesota, this fight with Yami, this fight with um, I forgot what Fullbringer it was. Uh, that he, the one that works with the uh, clock, I think. I forgot his name. Oh, um, I, I don't remember his name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that. when he when he got him up out of there all quick, like, I was like, <laughs> and then you just see him facing the manga. He's, like, facing the opposite uh, direction. He's like, this is nothing but a joke. I was like, wow. And then you see him in the Thousand-Year Blood, Thousand-Year Blood War art. He just takes out three stern ridges by himself. And his training with Unohana, that was lit. And then when he finally got his Bonkai, I was like, wow, bro. When he cut, it was like, when, and when he was facing Grimmy, he cut that meteor and the, uh, and the vacuum was fast. I was like, he was right. I was like, man, Kampach is a goat. He was right. There's nothing that his sword can't cut, bro. But like, if you cut the vacuum with space, you uh, uh, cut this meteor that's going to destroy the entire society. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Facts. And last but not least, I got to my boy Ichi going there. Probably, like I said, one of my favorite MCs in the wild. Bro, a drip guy. Yo, know how to dress for real, for real. Like, not many MCs really change their fits like that. But when Ichigo changes his fits, you know, hey, the man got some fashion on him, boy. And it was kind of like his whole story was like just the regular, everyday high schooler. That was thought of to be a delinquent, but he was actually really smart. Like, um, just because it was orange hair, they thought it was like he was just like delinquent off rip. And the fact that each girl is able to like be—he's—he's he's so dedicated to protecting his friends and family that he was that he willingly pushed himself into a life of just danger and death all around him from jump. He didn't hesitate not one bit. And you saw his trial, you saw his ups, you saw his downs, you saw his wins, his losses, how his mindset had matured over the course of the series, and how, like, he had to come to terms with himself, like, okay, I'm clearly not something normal. I'm clearly a mixture of, like, my mom and dad, but I, what is this, where this hollow piece come from, you feel me? Or, like, he's like, I know my dad has seen down cars, but where is this other part of me coming from where is it that I have Quincy blood in it and this hollow? Where's where's white coming from? And then when you finally realize when he gets told that the truth, he just looks at his dad with a smile and he's like, Thank you for coming to the truth and now I feel more at peace. And his transformations are amazing. His bonk transformations are um, incredible. Like every time you got like a new bonkai and Kubo gave him a new design. I was like, yeah, that's probably got the best design transformations in jump ever. And I was like, and then I was like, what's this? Like, there wasn't anything Ichigo did that made me feel like, oh, like, he, he's a great MC. I think people sleep on him heavy, yo. And also, he got the um, he got the girl of his dreams. He got with all he made. I was like, yes, sir. I, 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 I was on team uh, or he from Jump. I was like, that's the only person you can get together with, bro. And you could definitely see that. Kubo was leaning towards that in the 
manga. And yeah, that, that's my top five. That's my five favorite characters. Um, in Bleach, honorable mentions. I gotta throw uh, Unahana in there. Renji. Uh, gotta throw Yamamoto. Probably one of the coolest old men ever. Um, Yamamoto the goat. The goat. Yep. Uh, he did get kind of. He did get dealt kind of dirty against you. <laughs> I saw that pan. I was like, nah, bro. He can't go out like this. He can't go out. Like this. <laughs> um, got throw eyes in there. Got throw Gene. Uh, yeah, Rukia, one of the people who started it all. But yeah, yeah, that's um, that concludes my list, man. Of some of my favorite Bleach characters. D, you good, bro? Yeah, bro, it's tight. If I had to give five Bleach characters, shoot, not in order, but I'd say Ich Ichigo's definitely in there. Okure is in there. Um, I gotta say Holly Bell, bro. Just got love for the you know the strongest female of Spada. She went hard. Uh, she got done dirty by Yuha, but you know she's still one of my favorites. Uh, and then Baz B, one of my favorites, Stern Ritter, and then Askin. Uh, there's also there's a bunch of other characters I could throw in there, but you know those are the characters I resonate a lot with. You know Askin's got just a funny personality. He's, he's just so funny. He's just so nonchalant about everything. But at the same time, he's just like, I'm going to beat you because you can't. You know, there's nothing you could do. Obviously, you know, Grim Jow made it apparent that he doesn't care about his ability. But um, the rest of them, you know, Bleach has such a great diverse cast. All of them have great personalities. The abilities go crazy. There's just so much to like about Bleach, bro. Most definitely, man. Uh, like I said before we started it was it was a series that I've always knew about, but I just threw it on the back burner. When I actually started to read it, I was like, I, I was blown away by the story that was given to me. I was like, this is definitely something that I'm going to enjoy. And from chapter one, chapter 686, I definitely enjoyed it. And even though some parts were rushed, I think what wanted Kubo got the story that he kind of wanted, not in the full way, obviously due to health issues and uh, time management with the series. But overall, I think Bleach was, was, was one of the favorite uh, manga reads I've had in a long time. It's definitely up there, one of my favorite mangas. And uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, watching the anime. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a series that definitely deserves a lot more credit than it does deserve, uh, than it gets on any Twitter. <laughs> and people on any Twitter need to stop being cheap and come up with, the, inform their own opinions, but don't bash the series just because somebody else thought it was cool to bash it first. Come up with your own interpretation of how you view this story. Don't just say, oh, it's made because it got canceled. No, no, you're know what you're talking about first before you say anything. There's obviously that uh, last part to it that resolves everything. So you hear people say, "Oh, there's nothing but assholes and, and inconsistencies." No, there's a manga. You just choose to be ignorant and not uh, watch it, or read it. You know what I'm saying? To find out these questions, to find out what really happened within the society. What? Why are countries so hated? Uh, why are Quincy and Shinigami have like such a 
have a, a heated um relationship with each other. You feel me? But yeah, other than that, man, I really that that'll be it for this uh, recording. I really appreciate you and Steve uh, coming on to the podcast episode to discuss this. I feel like this was a topic that needs to be uh, had. You know, it was just three of us. Uh, shout out to you and uh, Steve for coming on to this on the episode. I really appreciate you guys for joining me for this hour to discuss these, and I definitely want you guys to be on more future episodes in the near future. Uh, let the people know where they can follow you at, bro, and uh, say your last, uh, say whatever you want before we close out, bro. Hey, yeah, bro, I appreciate being on this podcast. It's great talking about Bleach, you know, because, again, it gets a lot of slander on Twitter, so it's just nice, you know, to talk about it just with somebody you know who understands and who reads the series. So I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me on this podcast. Y'all can get on me, uh, get at me on Twitter at Mosley Bosley. I don't just represent Bleach. I read a lot of stuff, One Piece, Naruto, whatever. Y'all can follow me there. Shouts out to Meech. Again, thank you for letting me be on the podcast. Mosley out. No problem, bro. And uh, shouts out to Siege, uh, even though he's having issues. Uh, most definitely, he'll be on more episodes in the future. You guys can follow me at It's Your Boy Me or my boy Mosley. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Love you all. He's a coward.